What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Sheepdog Nation podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. I'm really excited to be here as always in your ears, bringing you my opinions really about uh, policing and things that I think that all law enforcement officers need to know and civilians should know about cops, right? So today what we're going to talk about is old school policing. It is a topic I'm extremely passionate about. I'm going to do a little storytelling, a little opinion sharing, and um, send you on your way. That's what we have in store for today. I'd like to advise you that you should be on the lookout uh, in July for when I open the doors to the Sheepdog family. So what that is, it's going to be a program, a six-month program. We're going to run from July through December. Don't worry. You're probably like, Autumn, I don't have time for that. Don't worry, you're going to have plenty of time. It's it's um, going to be content content given to you just like my podcast. So when you are, you know, in your cruiser, when you're on your way home, when you're off duty, when, you know, all, anytime you're going to be able to listen to it. I'm not going to make a ton of like workbooks or anything you need to read. Cops don't have time for that. We read so much shit anyways, report writing and stuff. Um, it's going to be all audio. And uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to really teach you how to survive at home. I'm going to teach you how to be, you know, tactically sound at home. I think I think that we can all agree the academy teaches us how to, you know, survive the job. Um, but no one's helping us out at home. Um, I've been through some stuff. I've learned a lot of things. Um, I've been life coaching for the last three years, four years, maybe, um, on top of, you know, doing the cop thing, doing the professor thing, and um, doing the wife thing. And I have a lot of good information to share with you that could really help, you know, save your life, save your marriage, save your relationships, save your job, save your career. And so this program, um, it will be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be unlike anything that law enforcement itself has seen. I haven't seen any program like this for us. So this is definitely going to be revolutionary um, and you're not going to want to miss out on it. I'm only going to be accepting a certain amount of people. Um, so, and I believe we have 20 people signed up right now um, for it. It is going to be a paid program just to advise you. I'm looking at $50 a month or less. It won't, it won't be a lot. Um, so I just wanted to advise you of that. I want you to really um, be on the lookout. If you enjoy my content, if you enjoy what I put out here, then your life is going to be seriously changed if you join this program. It's uh, called the Sheepdog Family and um, be on the lookout for that. Okay, so let's dive into this topic, old school policing, right? Old school police work. So the question might be like, Autumn, why, why are we talking about this? Well, here's, I gotta, I gotta just talk to you a little bit about this. I gotta, I need to get something off my chest. Um, so obviously, as you know, you know, I'm, I don't know, I don't know if they consider me a millennial. Like I was born in 1990. So like, I don't know, but here's what I can tell you. So when I got into policing, I was 20 years old and I was essentially raised, <laughs> trained, taught by all old school cops. Um, what I was doing is I was doing court security and transporting uh, prisoners um, in my capacity as working as a deputy. And so the court security, that was like all like retired old school cops. And they taught me 
how to be old school right off the bat. Now, naturally, I'm a very loyal person. I'm a, I'm Italian as fuck. You know, I'm very loyal. I've been in the martial arts since I've been five years old. And so like, you know, loyalty and respect, those are really big, you know, core values to me. Not everybody has that. Um, not everybody values that like me. And so in my life, that is definitely, you know, fucked me over. But, um, Anyways, I'm not going to dwell on that because I'm not going to change. I I love those qualities about myself because I love meeting other people who have those qualities too. Makes me extremely happy to meet other loyal and respectful people. Um, Anyways, and so they, they taught me, you know, the essence of police work, you know, that we are a brotherhood, you know, sister, brother, sisterhood. I call it the brotherhood and I'm a female and I don't get offended. So everybody can just calm down. Um, you know, they taught me what the brotherhood was all about. They taught me, you know, what we do for each other. They taught me about the job. They taught me the real aspect of the job, right? Like, here's what the academy is going to teach you, but here's, here's real life. And I'm just going to be real. Like, there's not enough of that anymore. There's just not enough of it. And if you are a millennial cop, if you're a younger cop listening to me, um, and you really don't have any idea what I'm talking about, you ought to listen in a little more because this is how we should be operating. I'm going to give you um, some examples, story time. So, you know, today I um, was talking to actually um, a very old school cop. He's been on the job for the last 30 years. And he was telling me about a situation that had happened is, um, so, you know, when, when he used to call cops, like detectives from other agencies and give them information about a case that, you know, would be pertinent information. He knew it was good information, but he wasn't going to give up his CI because, you know, why would he do that? Um, because, you know, he wants, he wants to continue to get good information. He doesn't want that person's name, um, in the reports and stuff like that, he advised me one time that he has been burned really badly with that by another cop. And he's like, I'm never going to do that again. And, um, but he was telling me today, he's like, you know, I, I, um, called up this detective, yada, yada, and gave him information that would essentially help him solve this case. And, and they, they just, two different detectives called me and they wanted to know where I got that information. And since, you know, I'm, not going to tell them, then they're like not going to do anything with the information. And I'm, it just makes me sick to my stomach because that's new school policing, old school policing. You take a cop's word and that, and that's everything. Our word is everything. And and here's the deal, Sheepdog Nation. We, if we want the thin blue line to change, if we want our culture to change, we have to be the change. So to the police officers that will not take you know, another won't take a word, like don't, won't take like what another cop's word at their word and figure out and be creative. This is police work. Look, anybody can fucking play by the book. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying any, do anything illegal. I'm just saying anybody can do exactly what you're told, right? This is how it's laid out in the Academy step by step by step, but real cops, they get fucking creative. You know, they're like the cops like me, like I used to, you know, if I had a warrant arrest, I never fucking banged on the door and said, police. Fuck no. I banged on the door and said, hello. Yeah. You'd come to your door for that, wouldn't you? Or I'd say, pizza's here. <laughs> You'd probably come to your door for that too and be like, hey, you get the wrong house, but hey, I'll buy your pizza. You know what I'm saying? If you're like me, I'll take that. Right. 
you get fucking creative. You do creative policing. You interview people. You, you know, you do, if you have the answer, then you just work backwards. It's, it's, it's a very simple concept. But the problem is, is that we're missing that respect of, you know, old school policing. We're, we're missing that. We're missing that trust. And I don't understand where it's gone. And I don't understand what these new kids, like what, what is getting in these people's minds. And I'm not going to like, I'm not bashing. I don't want you to think I'm bashing anybody. Like I have an idea. It probably comes from some administration or maybe you just weren't taught, but let me teach you about old school policing. Okay. Older, more senior cops. It doesn't matter how out of shape they are. It doesn't matter what they look like to you right now. They deserve respect and you must give it to them. You are a rookie and you do not go into your police department. You do not go into briefing. You do not go around those guys that have been doing the job longer than you've been alive. You don't go gloating around. You don't try to be better than them and you don't, you do not put them down. That's disrespectful. And that's now that's, there's, oh, you just deserve a fucking kick right in the face for doing that because Here's the thing, you guys, is you don't know what those officers have been through. If they've been doing the job 20, 30 years, I'm telling you, they have seen more shit. They have dealt with more things, more bullshit from both sides of, you know, the fence, the community, administration, coworkers, what they've seen at calls. They have, they've really dealt with some stuff and the audacity these young kids have. It's like, no, they, they aren't young anymore. These officers, they're, bur- they're probably burned out. Let them be. They fucking deserve it. They've been doing the job 20, 30 years. Let them be who they are, you know? And, and I think that, I think that that lack of respect, I think that, um, I think it's a bunch of horseshit. I think that, you know, if you're a rookie and you're just getting into the job and you don't know your place, you better learn it fast. And I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm ashamed of police departments that do not put rookies in their spots fast. Look, if you're not cut out for this job, it, it is a it's the department's problem for not taking you off the road, for not just being real with you and saying, "Look, straight up, like you belong mall cop. Go do like mall security or go do whatever. Like this this isn't for you or go to an agency where they ride two to a car. Maybe that would be like better for you or backup is like seconds away go work in like a city where that's where your backup is you know what i'm saying or whatever like whatever the case may be and we have agencies that aren't doing that anymore because obviously they're scared of backlash i think they're doing us a, a really massive disservice they're doing the citizens the public a disservice as well because you know we're not telling people the truth you know we're not we're not putting rookies in their places anymore rookies you don't get to come out and fucking think you're top cop. You are not top cop. You will not be top cop for a minimum of five years. In five years, you bet. In those five years, you better be working your ass off. You better be asking as many questions as possible. You better attach yourself to the best of the best in your agency. And you at no fucking time better show anybody any blatant disrespect. You stay humble. You stay appreciative and you stay grateful for what these officers, these senior officers have to teach you. And now listen, there's not all, every like th- this is the truth like at, at different at agencies you're not gonna you're not gonna look up to and like want to be like and respect like every cop but you will put forth respect because 
that they're who they are. You don't need to respect them as a person. You need to respect the years they've put in and the fact that they are a cop and you are a nobody. You know, you need you need to respect that. And we've lost that. We've lost, you know, taking each other at at our words. We've lost the blatant brotherhood of this person's a cop. They have a they've got a shield. And I don't care what capacity. I mean, we could be talking probation. And I'm talking like squared away probation officers who, you know, they carry a firearm to me. You're in you're in the you're in the club, you know, Um, squared away correctional officers. You're in the club. Um, because I'm going to tell you, and I'm not saying all corrections officers, because there's some that, you know, I don't, you know, we can all just, just like cops, right? Right. We're like, what the hell? But, but I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't do, I could not do their job. And if, you know, the corrections officers that used to take care of me, um, and they really fucking took care of me, man, they really did. They'll, always I'll always have their back no matter what they have my respect to the day I die because fuck that that shit you know and you got to be good at what you do when you're a a corrections officer and and I do kind of think that they get a bad rap um but that's just a few fucking idiots that give the rest of them who take their job seriously who actually show up every day they lift weights they are in shape you know they and they are squared away like there's a lot of those in corrections but there's you know some who just ruin it for him. Right. So, um, but anyways, I'm getting off topic on a, on a tangent, but what I'm just trying to say is, you know, it, you know, we're losing that whole, Oh, that person has a shield. Okay. They automatically have my respect. It doesn't matter. Right. Like we're, we've gotten to this time of like social media and like, if you're not, if you don't have a big following on social media, if you, if you're not showing yourself in your uniform, you're not showing everybody that you take this job seriously and you work out and you this and that, like, then you're not, you're not good enough. But like, I, I completely disagree with that. I'm old school. Like, you don't have to show me any of that. I don't care. If you have a gun and a badge, then your position earned my respect and I will give you respect to a certain extent, right? Full-time police officers, full-time police officers, full-time police officers. That's how I feel. Okay. (laughs) Full-time. And I mean, you don't have to like me, I don't work full-time. I'll call myself out, but I did work full-time. I have the full-time accreditations and certifications. And so the fact that I medically cannot work full-time anymore, well, that's one thing. But if you've never been to the academy, you work part-time and you blatantly try to disrespect my ass, let me tell you, I'll turn you out to the wolves. Do not fuck with a cop like that. And don't. We'll be old school about it, right? What happens with cops stays with cops. And I'm not quite sure what, what... you rookies and like these new millennials and like even the the non like old school mindset cops like I'm not quite sure what's going on but like that's that's part of who we are that's what part of makes this job good like and I'm not saying like and listen don't take this out of context oh if you heard if you hurt a person or if you plant evidence or you steal money then it stays with the brotherhood no I'm just saying like you know, you are speeding in your police car because you're trying to get to a call and, you know, Joe, Joe's behind you watching you like, Joe, you don't need to go and like tell your supervisor that like 
you know, Bobby in front of you was doing 30 miles over the speed limit to get to a call. He didn't go lights and sirens, but he was speeding. And like, that's definitely against SOP. No, we don't need to go be saying shit like that. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Old school cops. You don't do that. You just, you know, they, it's your family and you just look the other way for a lot of things. Not obviously. And I'm just going to say this because everybody's going to get their fucking, head, you know, spun right up as I'm not saying that about illegal things or about cops hurting other, you know, civilians or, you know, taking advantage or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, you know, like the small things that I think, you know, we need to remember, you know, when you're on FTO, especially this, like I've heard of situations like this, like you're on FTO and like you see your FTO do something that you you don't know if it's okay, but you don't know if it's not. Like, you're confused. And then you run and go, like, tell a supervisor. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'd fire you on the spot. You don't do that until you know that something is, like, absolutely not okay. It's, like, illegal. It's um a crime, right? It's bad. Like, don't, don't even do that. You know, and I think that, you know, we have, um, we have this group of people coming into law enforcement and have been, and like, again, they just think that they're better than the, you know, the old schools, the veterans, and um, we got news for you. It's like, you know, look, I may not have a six pack abs and I may not be as thin and, you know, as I once was, but let me tell you something, I can go out, I can do the job, I can do circles around you. I can do, you know, I could talk to people way better than you ever dreamed of. I can get people in handcuffs with like literally my words, you know, take the angriest motherfuckers and and that's talent. Go out and get into a car and find drugs every, you know, every single day. That that takes talent. You know, it's it's not all about you know what you look like and it's not all about you know how much weight you can lift and, and, you know, having those shiniest shoes and blah, blah, you know, I mean, don't, I, you know, I still want, I still think that every cop needs to look squared away and look the part, but I just think that, you know, we need to keep our heads straight on what, where our priorities are and what actually matters. You know what I'm saying? I think that, um, we need to really bring back old school policing, um, taking each other at our words. I think that, you know, if you don't understand what old school policing is, listen to everything I said, go back and listen to repeat. It's respect and it's loyalty. You're fucking loyal to a fault to the, you know, the people around you. You just are. It means you're not trying to jam anything up their ass. You do not speak unless spoken to for a long fucking time. Understand that you don't talk back. You're not don't you be busting anybody's balls. You, you are nobody. You are a nobody. And don't you dare for one second go and try to disrespect that officer who's been on the road 20, 30 years. Maybe they look like a bag of ass now, but you don't know what they were. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't know, who, you know, what they've done. So you get to shut the fuck up. And that's, and that's, you know, that's coming from the bottom of my heart. I'm just not quite sure what happened um, in the transition, but we need to get back to old school cops being old school. You know, we shut our mouths. We're not ready to rat everybody out. If you ever see a brother or a sister off duty and they get into a fight, it, you know, you go and you you help them because they're your brother and your sister. You know what I'm saying? In blue, um, you know, we've got to we've got to thicken this lineup, you guys. And I think it really starts with this this old school mentality. Um, it just even the way that you talk with people on the road, it's just so different. 
when you're when you're when you've got the old school like I don't have anything to prove to you like I, I can tell you from me like I I always go and get right down on whoever I'm talking to on the road I get right on their level so if they're swearing at me I'm swearing with them you know what I mean if they're like yo officer like fuck this shit this fucking guy he fucked it so you know what I'm saying yo that's fucking crazy man like what happened what happened right because they're gonna understand that you come at them and you're like sir, please tell me a little bit more. Please tell me about the situation. Do you know who did this? You know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh my God, I can't even relate to them. I'll never forget one time I'm, I had my sergeant was standing right behind me and like, it was just this fight that just happened. And like, it was some guy and he had a wicked accent. And so I just kind of rolled out my street accent because if you guys don't know this, like I'm inner I have like Nicki Minaj (laughs) she's my she's my spirit animal in me and so like I'm very white but I (laughs) I I come and can be complete thug (laughs) and believe me that comes out especially when I work patrol (laughs) and uh and anyways and so that that part of me comes out and I'm just I'm swearing with this guy he didn't get offended because he was swearing I was not calling him any kind of names and we were just in this conversation and it was like nah man that's fucking crazy like he did that to you yeah 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 officer you're never gonna believe this I'm like nah right like I'm like that's that's the kind of stuff that we're missing don't skip those steps don't skip being that person who can level with people because that's that's a lot of respect and cops respect it they're gonna make fun of you but they respect that right nobody likes anybody who thinks they're better than them and even if you don't think you're better than anybody if you appear to act like that nobody likes that you you just need to roll in to your agency and you need to you need to give respect where respect is due, even if it's just to the position. I mean, like, let's just be real. We don't all all love our administrations, but we must respect their positions, right? They've been on the road for a long time, hopefully. Not all of them, but some of them. And we we need to respect the positions. Um, And, you know, and that's, again, that's old school. We do things the old school way. Shut your mouth. You know what I mean? Shut your mouth. Go hands-on. You know, we go hands-on. We put someone in their place, but then, and then, but then we don't charge them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just depends. And like, and I'm not kind of like, because every situation is different. Every agency has an SOP, but I can tell you this, like we had a rule. I had a rule. And I, I learned this from the old school guys. We either fucking, we were either going to summons them or we were going to go hands on. We typically didn't do both. And it kept me fucking, you know, and, and, and here's the thing. Okay. Something I kind of, a point that I like skipped is people talk, the streets talk. So then you develop a reputation, not only with your officers, not only with your agency, but in the streets. And I'm going to tell you something. There is nothing better than when you are fucking about to get your ass whooped by some big motherfucker who's on drugs and has like got that strength out of nowhere is when you, a guy you arrested comes and bails your ass out and is your backup. And why? Cause, or you tuned them up, right? Because And they deserve it. Because they, this is what happens. Mo, nine times out of ten, those guys are going to come to you. They're going to, next time they see you, they're going to shake your hand and they're going to say, officer, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, you, you totally, I deserve that ass whooping. I was completely out of line. Thanks for not jamming me up. It's not going to happen again. You know what I'm saying? You show these people respect on the streets and you're going to get it back. And that's an old school mentality that we are not, 
People are not deploying. Do not forget that. You know, at the end of the day, we're dealing with humans. Humans are humans, whether, you know, they're shitbags or not. <laughs> you know, it's just the way that it is. And, and, um, and, you know, and I use the term shitbag loosely, but I'm saying that term for every police officer. You'll completely understand what I'm talking about when I reference that. And, but they're humans. So you gotta, you've got to go there and treat them with respect. And I think that's old school too. You know, we, we deal with things in a different way and we talk with people in a different way. Um, when you've been, you know, raised in the old, old school cop mentality way, you know, that that's totally me. Um, you know, and you know, I, we, we just, that, that was just the way that I was, you know, trained, you know, it's just, and, and, and I think it's sad. I think it's sad that more officers aren't, you know, we just, just shut our mouth, do our thing. And then like, that's it. Not everything needs to go on social media. You know what I'm saying? Especially by us. We don't need to talk about everything that we do. We don't, you know, you just shut your mouth and you do your job and that's it. And I think, I think we need more of that. I think we need more of that. So I hope this episode resonated with at least one of you. I think that I think that it is just a conversation that needs to be had and you need to keep this thought in your mind more. I think everybody does. Go back to being old school cop. And if you've never, if you don't understand that concept, re-listen to this. Um, yeah, I got some buddies, you know, I got a buddy on uh He's former NYPD. He's a Miami cop now. Um, you can find him on Instagram at no autopilot. His name is Nick. Definitely. I met him on social media. You've heard him on the podcast a couple times. Definitely old school cop. And um, totally. We have never even met each other in person, but I'm telling you right now, it wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. I'd do anything for that guy. And I know he has my back too. It's old school cop mentality. We both have it. Get some. And that was another episode of Ship Duck Nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by Autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.